Hey, Wiki listeners, it's Rachel. And Victor, did you know I host the fantastic NYC talent show every Monday night at the Parkside Lounge in New York City? It's an off-off Broadway showcase where you can see New York's underground performance art up close. We've got weekly special guests like Colin Quinn, Janine Garofalo, Tone Bell, and lots more. Use the code WIKILISTEN for a special discount on tickets when you go to nyctalentshow.com. That's nyctalentshow.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This is the Wikipedia page for Kansas City Chiefs' name, Controversy. Welcome to Wikilisten, the podcast where we read Wikipedia pages and provide commentary. I'm Victor Varnado, KSN. And I'm Rachel Teichman, LMSW, reminding you to subscribe. Well, the Kansas City Chiefs are still called the Kansas City Chiefs. They did win the Super Bowl. Oh, they did? Uh, did they win it? Did they win it or were the 49ers? I don't know. Yeah, they won the Super Bowl. The Kansas City Chiefs won the Super Bowl. When they were advertising the Super Bowl, I was like, whatever happened with the name controversy? And then there was a page about it, so we get to read it. Nice. All right. We're over a week past the Super Bowl, and we're still thinking about it. (laughs) Yeah. Kansas City Chiefs name controversy. The Kansas City Chiefs is one of the professional sports teams involved in the controversy regarding the use of Native American names and imagery, but received less attention than other teams until 2013 when fan behavior at games including stereotypical headdresses, face paint, performing a war chant, and tomahawk chop became more publicly known. Protests by change advocates intensified following the name changes of the Washington Commanders and Cleveland Guardians. In addition, the Chiefs have been highly visible due to their participation in the Super Bowl in the 2019, 2020, 2022, and 2023 season. Native American groups demonstrated outside the stadium hosting Super Bowl 58. First of all, that's a lot of Super Bowls in a row to be in. I didn't realize it was that many recently. Um, I won't give away the name, but the high school I went to had a very similar problem with the name of the school itself as well as the name of the team. And every year or so, 
there would be an uprising of students who are advocating to change the name. And then there's a lot of kickback from the parents. And then it, it never goes through. I see. Our school name was very simple. It was the North High Polars. Uh, our mascot was a bear, a polar bear. So it wasn't really problematic for anybody except for bears who were like, you guys, that's not how bears act. And we're like, well, look at us. We're bears. We're stupid. We're bears. That's lucky. Um, our school name and uh, team name and mascot are all incredibly problematic to the point where I can't wear any of my old high school shirts or pants out in public. Makes sense. The Kansas City Indian Center has called on the team to change the name and stop the chop. What does that mean? Stop the tomahawk chop, which is a thing that they do that is racist. Oh, okay. Rhonda Levaldo, a Como Pueblo, co-founder of Kansas City's Not In Our Honor Coalition, has called for a new team name and has described the tomahawk chop as synchronized racism. See, I didn't, I didn't know anything about this. I have no idea what they're talking about. Deb Haland, the first indigenous U.S. Secretary of the Interior, has called on teams with tribal mascots to change mascots, including the Kansas City Chiefs. History. So I didn't know that it was like this much going on around it, which is surprises me that it's not changing at this point. And they just won the Super Bowl. That's pretty crazy. It comes down to money. History. The Kansas City Chiefs was the last professional sports team in the United States to adopt a name or logo referencing Native Americans, although indirectly, in 1963, the Dallas Texans AFL was renamed Chiefs in honor of Kansas City Mayor Harold Robartle, who was instrumental in relocating the team to Kansas City, Missouri. Bartle, a non-native, had been nicknamed Chief as founder of the tribe of Mikose a Boy Scouts Honor Camping Society. Mascots and Traditions In 1989, the Chiefs switched from War Paint, a pinto horse ridden by a man in a feathered headdress, to their current mascot, KC Wolf. War Paint returned in 2009, but was ridden by a cheerleader. In July 2021, War Paint was again retired, the team president stating that it is the right thing to do at this time. Yep. Emergence of Controversy American Indian groups have called on sports teams, including the Chiefs, to change nicknames and mascots for many decades. The National Coalition on Racism in Sports and Media organized in 1991 following calls from indigenous communities to end these practices. Many did not take notice of these requests or the issue until much later. Following the appearance in the Kansas City Star of photographs of fans attending an October 2013 game wearing feathers and war paint and doing the tomahawk chop, Numerous Native Americans submitted complaints to the publication. One caller, who was especially upset that the photographs were published on Columbus Day, described the images as a mockery and racist. Writing for the Star's public editor column, Derek Donovan explained that he found the complaints reasonable and suggested that the newspaper depict, quote, other colorful, interesting people in the crowds. The Kansas City Indian Center officially became involved in calling for change after a local restaurant in December 2013 had a sign widely condemned as racist that read, KC Chiefs will scalp the Redskins. Feed them whiskey, send to reservation. Jesus Christ! The Kansas City Indian Center sent representatives to the restaurant's owners to explain why the sign was unacceptable. My God! 
The Star reported in early August 2014 that the team's management was planning discussions with some Native American groups to find a non-confrontational way to eliminate or at least reduce offensive behavior. Amanda Blackhorse, Dine, the lead plaintiff in the trademark case against the Washington Redskins, said the real solution is a name change for the Chiefs. Blackhorse attended a protest at a game between the Kansas City Chiefs and the Washington Redskins at Arrowhead Stadium while she was a student at the University of Kansas, reporting, quote, People yelled, go back to your reservation. We won. You lost. Get over it. Go get drunk. And so many different slurs. People threw beers. That, to me, was shocking. I've experienced racism in my lifetime, but to see it outwardly in the open and nobody did anything, it was shocking. Native Americans in Phoenix, Arizona, picketed at the game between the Chiefs and the Arizona Cardinals and have asked the Cardinals management to bar red face, the wearing of headdresses and face paint protesting what they perceive to be a mockery of Native American culture. A protest took place in Minnesota when the Chiefs played the Vikings on October 18, 2015. The Kansas City Chiefs have flown under the radar, said Norma Rinville, the executive director of Women of Nations Community Advocacy Program and Shelter. They are contributing to our cultural genocide. Native Americans at Haskell Indian Nations University in Lawrence, Kansas, asked the chiefs to stop behavior that invokes stereotypes, such as wearing headdresses and doing the tomahawk chop, after the team made the playoffs in 2016. While there have been efforts to address other issues, such as fans wearing war paint and headdresses, the chop and the accompanying chant is defended by some local Native Americans. However, in a national survey, half of Native Americans said the tomahawk chop bothered or offended them, rising to 65% among those more engaged in Native traditions. In a statistical analysis of social media comments, tweets, leading up to Super Bowl 54, researchers found many more negative terms associated with the Kansas City team compared to San Francisco. While both teams were referred to in terms related to violence, the Chiefs were much more likely to receive insults related to intelligence, being called stupid, and many insults were specific references to negative Native American stereotypes, such as drunkenness, firewater, and being inbred or extinct. The conclusion drawn was support for Natives being insulted rather than honored by Native American mascots. Wiki listeners, you can support us by listening to this message while you decide to choose not to do racist things. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Thanks for listening to that message, everybody. And if you were like me, you thought to yourself, hey, 
Why do they make the Super Bowls in Roman numerals when most people really don't know what Roman numerals are? I would feel like a lot of Super Bowl fans are not like big Roman numeral readers. I don't have the data to support that theory, but um, yeah, I don't know why they do it like that. Response to changes by other teams. After Washington Redskins and Cleveland Indians announced in July 2020 the process of reviewing their names, the Chiefs did not respond to a request for comment. The editorial board of the Kansas City Star stated that, quote, It's time for a real examination of all of it. The tomahawk chalk, the drum, Arrowhead Stadium, war paint, and the costumes worn by fans at the game. On August 20th, 2020, the Chiefs announced that headdresses and Native American-style face paint would be banned at Arrowhead Stadium. Under the new Arrowhead policy, the portion of the tomahawk chalk led by Kansas City Chiefs cheerleaders was subtly modified, now required to lead the chop with a closed fist rather than the traditional open palm. Deb Holland, the first indigenous U.S. Secretary of the Interior, has called on teams with tribal mascots to change mascots, including the Kansas City Chiefs. Despite Native American and national news media statements that they find the practices to be racist, the Chiefs continue many of the behaviors of other teams with Native American names, including fans wearing headdresses and war paint, doing the tomahawk chop, and banging a drum. However, the ban of Native American headdresses and face paint at Arrowhead Stadium went into effect during the 2020 season opener on September 10, 2020. Renewed scrutiny during modern Super Bowl appearances. Before the kickoff of Super Bowl 55, members of the Florida Indigenous Rights and Environmental Equity, F-I-R-E-E, protested for the termination of the Kansas City Chiefs name, chants, celebrations, and fan gear. Members of the group described the use of the name and culture as dishonorable and disrespectful. For years, fans have been known to wear headdresses and war paint mocking Native American culture. At the Raymond James Stadium where the protest occurred, protesters argued against the issue of the arrowhead, which is part of the team's logo, that is plastered on fan gear and the team's uniforms. Protesters fought back at the mockery yell- yelling, quote, We're just saying if you're not going to honor us, don't use the arrowhead. That's pretty straightforward. And you're mocking our people. Members of F-I-R-E-E want to express their feelings of pain when teams appropriate their culture, saying, When you make indigenous people into a mascot, it's entirely dehumanizing, especially for children. Part of the continuous frustration is caused by the lack of learning and listening from associations and their fans. Professor Rhonda Lavaldo from Haskell Indian Nations University expressed that the continuous approximation, the continuous appropriation of these customs is because too many people don't care about Native Americans unless they can use our likeness for their company's cars or costumes. Alicia Norris, co-founder of FIREE, asked that, quote, All human beings recognize that American Indians are human beings, not sports team mascots for America's fun and games. Along with disappointment and feelings of appropriation, there is a lack of correlation between the chants and fan gear and the game itself. The Kansas City Star addressed the issue, saying, quote, We embrace the teams on field, but don't think a corrosive chant has much to do with it. It isn't fair to ask groups offended by these symbols to wait even longer for change. 
During the 2023 playoff season, the Kansas City Indian Center and the Not In Our Honor Coalition made a billboard near the stadium that said, change the name and stop the chop. In advance of Super Bowl 57, some name change advocates point out the continued discriminatory behaviors by fans in spite of official efforts to eradicate them and the academic research establishing the harms inherent in any stereotyping. Others point to inclusion of indigenous voices in the promotion of the game. Prior to notification of the protests, a decision was made to have the song America the Beautiful interpreted by Colin Denny Navajo in Plains Indian Sign Language as a means of recognizing the number of tribes living in Arizona, the site of the game. Protests continued when the Chiefs returned to the Super Bowl the following year for Super Bowl 58. After musician Taylor Swift started dating Chiefs tight end Travis Kelce in 2023 and gained widespread media attention, the Not In Our Honor Coalition expressed that they hope Taylor Swift speaks out about ending the chop. In February 2024, Lily Gladstone, who is the first Native American person to be nominated for an Academy Award, spoke out about a long history of exclusion and misrepresentation of Native Americans in film and society. While acknowledging some gains, they pointed to one of the teams in the Super Bowl, noting, quote, We haven't come that far. If you look at one of the teams that's playing, likely referring to the Chiefs. I think she was right. Wow, I guess. Uh, so I was like, whatever happened to it? But apparently they just said no and just kept being the Chiefs. That's what happened. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not super surprised. You know, it's just like not that hard to hear somebody say, hey, what you're doing is problematic and racist. Please change that. And then like, it's not that hard to change that. And then but then they just don't. I think it is hard for people to change. I think it's monumentally difficult for people to change. I agree. Fans, there would probably be a lot of fan uproar. But, uh, you know, if it's not in their control and, and the team decides to move forward with it, then, you know, eventually they'll get over it. Maybe they will. This has been the Wikipedia page for Kansas City Chiefs name controversy. Thanks for listening to Wikilisten. You can find us at wikilisten.com and on all social media and on TikTok at Wikilisten. Except for X, which is at wiki underscore listen. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts because it really helps us out. Check us out on YouTube for more content. And don't forget to smash that subscribe button with your will to do less offensive things. If there's a particular page you'd like us to read, let us know. We will read it. 